Now, well, hey everyone, hope all is well. You know, um, sometimes I wish that my sensitivity to things wasn't as it is because, you know, it affects me. And so I'm learning to shield myself from that. But the, the moral of this and the story I'm trying to tell you is I was watching a video and that video really affected me. <clears throat> and for, for me, for instance, I stopped like watching the news. I don't have cable. I don't have TV. In that sense, I stream everything if I need to watch something because whatever it is doesn't go with me. TV, the energy, I don't know. It's off. It's been off. But um, I was watching a video. Like I want to talk about this. The video was this guy had all the riches in the world. He was born into a wealthy family. Everybody, of course, went according to the tradition, society, uh, tradition, more than anything, to tell you the truth. And I think it's because of their togetherness that they are where they are today. It's their togetherness that brought them to where they are. So there's a very good aspect about that, is you're able to build generational wealth, which will be passed down. And I wish we could do that in my culture, in Ethiopian culture, East African culture, I wish we could do that because it's all about ourselves, me, myself, and I, my family, nobody else. And so when shit hits the fan, excuse me, or when things go south, then we realize, oh, we have nobody. We have nobody because we only focused on ourselves and not the people around us who reached out to us because they needed us. And what really made me cry internally when I watched this video is, yes, they had all this wealth. It was great. But the one thing that was missing is sometimes when we are stuck in the tradition, there's always one or two that go the opposite way. And unfortunately, they're not understood by a lot of people. Maybe they'll be understood by their friend, someone else. But they're not understood by the people that they were or the family that they were born into for whatever reason, because they're different. And so... In this case, he had everything, but he was going the opposite way. And unfortunately, he went into the world and then into the addictions and all that. All kinds of addictions, okay? The point of the story is, I think if he had a support or somebody, it just takes one or two people to say, I'm here for you. I believe in you. I don't think this is going in the right direction. You're becoming sick. Why don't you think about it this way? Or let me help you. Let me be with you. Let me be with you until this season of your life passes. Because what happens is people are so caught up in what the norm is and the tradition, which serves some, it has some good parts to it. But in this case, what happened? Probably nobody listened to him. You know, because tradition had always been that way and now you're going into the world. So in that moment, if somebody had gotten him before he went into the world, I think he would have been okay. The same thing happened with Hernandez, the football player. He had everything going for him, even though he came from a father that pushed him too much and from a dysfunctional family. His path was really good, but his path turned. When I watched that documentary, I realized... I think it was his aunt who had cancer. Was it his aunt who had cancer? And she eventually died. But she was the one who was there for him. Even his wife was like... She didn't agree with a lot of the things that he did. So she really 
had his back, but she didn't really have his back because she didn't really believe in what he was doing. But the crazy part of it is he gave. When he left this world, he left a house, the riches, to her and her daughter. But she, she wasn't really there for him. And this is why I say she wasn't really there. Is if she had him, he wouldn't have gone down this other path of the addiction, the drugs, all the sex, all the stuff that really took him. It took him, and at the end, it took him out. It took him out just like that. That, 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 that way that was shining great for him, it just took him. The addictions took him, the world took him, and he was gone just like that. But he died with Matthew, I think, imprinted on his, um, like a tattoo. He got a tattoo. The flip story is the other football player who's a Christian. I think his name is Tim. I follow him. I think it's Tim. I'm not sure. I forgot his name. But him, he is down the path of the divine. Like he's doing everything, and he's not swayed by the temptations of the world because he has more money and power. No, same with Messi. Same thing. He's been with the same girl for years and years, even when women have like come at him left and right because he knows what he has and he knows the value of the family. See, when you know your values and you're grounded in your values and your value system, you'll realize when something is trying to tempt you. Oh no no no! I know what this is trying to do for me, and I will. Push it away. But she has his back, which is not only because he's talented, she has his back. That's why he is where he is today, in addition to his talent. If it was the opposite, he would have likely gone down a different path. Because I truly believe if you have the right partner next to you, they won't let you do that to yourself. They will leave you rather than watch you suffer or enable you or watch you going in those addictions. They, they won't let you do that. They cannot see you destroying yourself because that's not what they envision for you. So either they'll be like, okay, I'm here to help you. And if you can't, I'm out. I think it was Johnny Cash too. The woman that he so loved, right? That she was like, if you don't stop the drugs, I'm not going to be with you. And so she left. But then he realized he had to stop all that drugs to be with her. And so he did. And that was his love of his life. And those are some of the good stories I hear. But the flip is, there are those who fall into the world and they're taken by the world and the family doesn't understand. They have no support system. And it takes them out. They're gone. It takes, their soul is gone very fast. And then the family cries. Everybody cries. It's too late. For me, death for me is the end. It's done. It's a done deal. Whatever we could have done, we could have done it before they died. So death is the end. That's the end. And from that death is the rebirth. We relearn and redo whatever we could have done better. We tell our kids, we tell whoever is next how we can do better. That's it. If you have one, two people that believe in you, that's all you need. Even one person that believes in you, your life will change for the better. The problem is when you believe the lies and the doubts of those who are around you that tell you you can't. You should do this in this way, as we tell you to, whatever. You need to follow your inner guidance. But that inner guidance shouldn't take you into the world. If you're around a partner that's enabling you into your addictions, you need to question that. But what happens is they're too far gone. Because the addiction has made them so vulnerable that whoever is there that's giving them the attention, they think, oh, this is God sent. No, not necessarily. Sometimes in your vulnerability, you also have to, it's happened to me, I have to know, is this person only for me? Or is she wanting to take something from me? And I know. And God showed me. And I said, okay, no, done. You're not for me. In my vulnerability. The thing is, people have no one in that state of vulnerability. In my state of vulnerability, it was God that was there that showed me. 
because I chose to, to, I mean, it was hard, but I chose to go down that path. But the people who don't have that much faith, they'll be swayed by the world, and they go with the enablers. A lifestyle that takes them away from God, right? But they think, oh, this is, it gives you maybe momentarily comfort, pleasure, but then the, the long goal, your, your life is wasting away. It's wasting, it's wasting. Um, and so he died, right? And the family's crying, family's crying. But it was too late because likely, and what I'm thinking is, nobody understood him when he was swaying a little bit. Or maybe his thoughts were different and his ideas were different. And it doesn't go with the rest of the family dynamic. If that was one person that probably listened to him, maybe we should listen to this person. Maybe this person is in our family. So we can change the way we move and think. And maybe well, we need to be more progressive, right? Yes, we have this wealth and everything, but how, how can we be more progressive? How can we be more visionaries? How can we stop the dysfunctionality, right? But no. And so what happens is the other person is gone too soon and then we cry. We cry because nobody was there. See, people take the time, people take the time that we have for granted. Oh, I have tomorrow. Oh, she'll always be there. Oh, he'll always be there. No, today, even this moment sometimes is not guaranteed. So you have to live your life fully every single day because you don't know. We cry when it's too late. Do we think about that person? Were we thinking about them while they were alive? Do we help them out? Do we say, okay, maybe this person needs a little bit of help. What could we, we have done that could have changed maybe their course before it was too late but what it's a learning lesson in his case it was sad young beautiful had future ahead and that was it done it doesn't take much for the devil to take you it doesn't take much because they need your soul they need your energy that's how this world lives but you have to be woke enough to be like nope i'm not allowing this to take me down this path right the other day I said triggers. Your triggers are medicine. Now, it triggers you into your greatness. It doesn't trigger you into a way that is away from God. Because there are people who trigger you, but they trigger you and they know you and they frustrate you, disturbing your peace. I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm talking about the people who trigger you. And after you meet them, your whole life and your own life changes for the better. And sometimes it will look as destruction. But really, things have to break down and die before the new begins. So you have to determine, is this person triggering me into my greatness? Or are they triggering me into my disaster? And as you're going through it, it's always chaos before the order, right? And you have to be able to discern who is what in your life. Are they, are they helping you? connect to God or are they taking you further away from God are they connecting you to yourself or are they making you abandon yourself if they are making you abandon yourself they're not for you I don't care who you tell me they are because they cannot love you a person who loves you thinks for you they won't let you abandon yourself they won't allow it that's how you know and so yo I'm, I'm getting to think in this uh, thing because it really made me think it made me think because you see it playing out in people's lives too, you know. Like, are they enabling them to their best self? Or are they enabling them into their addictions? Into the world. And you'll see that it's into the world. And it gives momentarily comfort, but permanent discomfort and pain and agony and anguish is what it does. Um, and so I hoped this helped. Um, take care. I love you.